Welcome to episode number 323, Diamond Striking Part 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle Brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe, Goose, Heck, Angelo, and Justin. Diamond Striking Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Justin Burke. We cover topics that range from fight camps, coaching and teaching, marketing, mixed martial arts, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Les Brown and Conor McGregor. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, gentlemen, Justin and Ange... We are, uh, we're about to kick things off. Let's jump right into this, man. Yes, sir. So, Angelo and Justin, you've both been on the, uh, the podcast before, so we appreciate you both. Uh, but Justin, specifically, episode 286 was the last time you were with us, uh, which is roughly about a year ago. So, yep. Diamond Striking Part 1, uh, you were, you know, we introduced you to the, our podcast world. Yes, um, but now here you are with a few updates. You got a few things cooking. Um, and so we want to invite you back on. Uh, obviously, uh, Justin is, um, it goes to Angelo for haircuts, right? So Angelo's yep. Justin's barber, and then Justin's Angelo's fight coach, or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Yes, sir. 100%. Right. So trainer, fight coach. Um, all right, so with that being said, let's jump right in. So actually, I want to start with Angelo. Just introduce who you are, what you do, and then we'll go to Justin to Absolutely. take over. I'm Angelo. I'm a barber at Miguel's Riverside Barbershop. Um, about it absolutely you know what I mean? yeah yeah for sure. short and sweet i like it all right justin who are you and what do you do uh i'm justin justin burke yep. um i am a boxing and mma coach trying to uh you know continue this journey yeah you know, doing it full time for sure all right so i know there's a there's a the last episode uh you were on you're sort of explaining how you got started but for those who didn't get a chance to listen to that episode really quick Explain to everyone how you got started into coaching, how you got started into MMA, the fight world, whatever. Yeah, so, you know, uh, just as, you know, a a troubled teen, you know, that's pretty much how it started. Uh, Having really no direction or someone to, you know, guide me or anything like that. You know, me and and MMA and boxing kind of found each other, you know, that kind of happened naturally. Um, Was at a boxing gym one day, you know, I saw the guy sparring, I got kind of thrown into the wolves and... uh, haven't looked back since so yeah i love that all right and so how does one advance from you know just fighting and training yourself to then teaching and coaching how did that transition happen that transition happened you know it's kind of hard to explain i did it to myself um um you know had my daughter with my wife and everything and um you know i kind of took a little hiatus from the gym um just like some guys tend to do a little bit, you know, sometimes we fade away, just gets, you know, just like life, mm-hmm. it's routine, you yeah. know? You do something for a week or two, it becomes a routine. Um, and staying away from the gym for a week or two became a routine, and, you know, I had to find my way back to doing something that I loved. I find myself being depressed, you know, angry all the time, just just having a not 
not, you know, having that void not being filled. Yeah. Something was missing. So uh, I went back to the gym. You know, all the guys that I left there after I got done fighting were much better than me. You know, wow. you know, yeah. rightfully yeah. so. You know, I, you know, it's it's my own fault. Um, but it just lit the fire to help the young guys coming up. You know, and really express my skills and knowledge to. The, the guys in the regional scene, the guys in the, you know, UFC scene, stuff like that. So, um, you know, coaching is something that just kind of came naturally to me. Um, yeah, yeah. So how long have you been coaching for? I've been coaching for a while. Even when I was a fighter, I was still helping out the guys. You know, yeah. we're still there for each other, always coaching. But I really took on this, this, uh, this you know, I, especially when I made my brand Diamond Striking, yeah. you know, a little bit over a year ago. That's when things kind of just exploded. But I've been coaching for, you know, I would say about 10 years. Yeah. So So for everyone listening right now, what does diamond striking mean to you? How did you come up with the name? Also, episode 286, check it out. He also yeah. explains it. <laughs> yes. Uh, diamond striking is, is you know, it, it's, some, it's everything to me, for one. Yeah. You know, it, it's who I am. It's who I've always wanted to be. It's, it's, something, it's something I've been chasing since I was a kid. Mm. You know, it, you know. Not essentially the name Diamond Striking, but chasing something that, you know, filled that void. Yeah. Something, you know, it's like, and again, it's who I am. Um, once I, you know, you know, like, sorry, uh, coaching came naturally and um, I just feel like I had to put a brand on myself. I yeah. feel like I had to market myself. You know, this is a spectator sport. Yeah. Boxing, MMA, you see it everywhere, yeah. you know? So as a coach, you kind of got to do the same thing. So once I made that brand, you know, I started marketing myself and now it's just, it's be kind of it's becoming what it's supposed to be, if that mm, makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and and that's you know the fruits of my labor. Like it's my own hard work. It's everything that I've been putting into it. Yeah. Um, all the fighters that I work with, all their accomplishments, their accolades that came, especially with this past year, um, it's it's truly amazing. So yeah. it's kind of just happening happening naturally. Yeah. Um, but I am putting legit blood, sweat, and tears into it. So explain for those who don't fully understand the striking. So do you specialize in striking um, or do you just, you're, you teach everything, but that's just kind of what you capitalized on or? Um, I, you know, I, I can teach everything, absolutely. But yes, I specialize in striking, yep. 100%. That's what I would rather keep it to. Um, I have guys, you know, in the pro regional scene. Um, they have jujitsu coaches, wrestling coaches, and, so, and they have striking coaches. Okay. So that's just kind of how that goes. So if someone's watching right now and they're thinking like, hey, I want to uh, uh, get coached by Justin, Diamond Striking, his methods, what, what's the first step? How do they reach out to you? Where should they go? Shoot me a DM. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I'm you know, very responsive. They shoot me a DM, you know, especially if you're local and you guys want you know, Take me on as your fight camp. You know, they know how to reach me. You know, yeah. just right on my Instagram, Facebook. You know, I, I'm all over the place now. YouTube, everywhere. So, so are you a Monday through Friday thing, seven days a week thing? How does that work? So if we want to get into this, we can get right into that announcement. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> so, That's what we're here for. Yeah. So uh, the announcement that I have, you know, that I you know, told, I don't know how many people are watching, but um, um, I start this Saturday at the Newtown Athletic Club. Um, so that is going to be my go. That, that's going to be my transition into doing this full time, and it's coming quick. Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing this full time Monday through Friday, within about 30 days. Wow. So this is something, and again, everything that I've worked towards. Now, um, you know, I, you guys, you guys know, I also work out of NPR Endurance with yeah. Eric, Eric Purcell. Yeah. There's a lot of things on the horizon with NPR and the neck as well. I mean, yeah. I can't disclose that information, but sure. you know, there's two freight trains 
cut you know coming into one you know one you know destination there so yeah. um that's all going to align um, i'm just going over there first um so i have some availability picking up at the knack now and uh we're going to be doing about two three two three days a week you know at night after my day job on yeah. top of training my fighters on top of being you know a husband and father so it's sure. you know it's it's a grind that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, so huge announcement. <laughs> Catch this guy at the Knack uh, pretty damn soon. Actually, when this releases, you guys are lucky. He's, he has you guys on IG Live. You're listening right now. It's exclusive yeah, content. Uh, we don't release our podcast till the following week. So, you're catching it live. But with that being said, um, how did that all happen? How does, how does this transition? Because this... Explain what was there, what, what product was there now, what offerings or what service. Is there anything close to what you're bringing? Explain how that even happened. As far as me going over there? Yes. So, you know, the director over there, his name's Doug Sharp, which I'm greatly appreciative of. Um, you know, we just had some general conversation. And, um, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of room for this kind of, this, this niche yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, there's not really anyone over there doing the boxing and, you know, Muay Thai and stuff like that. So. Right. Just had some conversation. I told him this is my goal. I want to do it full time, and uh, here we are. <laughs> I love it. All right, Angela, I want you to jump in right quick. So there's probably also someone else listening. Once again, as I said before, is very interested in your services. You being their coach, what have you, um, Angela? Obviously, you're not a, a professional fighter or anything, but to stay in shape and obviously to stay sharp with your swing, right? What what attracted you to Justin's services? I know Justin been doing it for a long time. Yeah, and I've seen him progressing in this field Absolutely. you know what i mean and he came in for a haircut one day we knew each other you'll see on the other podcast we knew yeah. each other since we were kids yeah, yeah, yeah. and awesome. um when he came in to get a haircut it's something i always wanted to do was learn how to box i love boxing yeah i love watching as a sport but i want to learn how to do it for sure and the way he works his program there's such a method behind his madness mm. like i don't get to see it yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm the worst critic in myself you yeah, know what i mean yeah. but he's like yo you're progressing he'll tell you we're in the gym he's like yo you're progressing no i'm not yeah but in all reality when we started eight nine months ago like yeah I was just hitting mitts. Yeah. Now we're sparring. Now he got me sparring with pro fighters in the ring. You know what wow. I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I'll be out. Somebody will see me with a black eye. Like, black eyes are second nature now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but to yeah. be like, yo, you got to keep that guard up. You, yeah. you ain't learning nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not in there sparring with your with a tomato can from your local bar. He got me in there with killers. Yeah, yeah, And that's sure. the whole method. Like, he's yeah. not, he keeps you progressing and progressing. He keeps pushing you and pushing you. And that's what I want in a trainer. Absolutely. Because why? What's the point of a trainer if they're not going to do that for you? I yeah. can I can stay on the same level myself. I want to get to the next level, and he'll keep getting you to level up nonstop. Yeah, absolutely. You know so I, mean? I love that because that that goes in alignment with diamond striking, as what you're saying. It's forming to be what, what it's supposed to be, and we call yeah. it here the best version of yourself. Sure. It's becoming mm -hmm. that, and it's like I think. Everyone out there, everyone listening, everyone's a fighter. I think everyone has that fight, that dog in them. You just have to be, have the ability to pull it out. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a coach to recognize. You're almost like their mirror. Like, look, I'm pulling the greatness out of you, Absolutely. right? And you coaching someone through that. And there's athletes all around the world can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Their potential is there. You just need a good coach to yeah. pull it out of yeah, them. So, so what is the excitement about being a coach and watching someone progress like Angelo? You know, it, it all comes with knowledge, you know, yeah. first and foremost, you know, it comes with, you know, you know, when, when he first started, you know, and I was like, I mean, maybe you're, maybe you're ready for a little bit of sparring, you know, yeah. I put him in there with a, with a, with a chick. Yeah. With, with, with a girlfriend who's, <laughs> yeah. been, who's been in the cage. Yeah. You know, Still mad at him for that. Just, yeah. just for him to learn his control, because you don't mm. want to go in there. The first mistake you can do is, especially when you spar, is go in there and 
go go balls to the wall and you know gas yourself out not learning your control and your power especially if you're going in there with a female which she's been in the cage but you know he's a lot bigger all he had to do was throw a you know a hard cross and it could have put her out you know so like he needs to go in there and learn his control because speed and power go hand in hand gotcha. um but when you know back to the question is you know seeing him progress it's it, it, it fills that void yeah. that's that's the void that is always i'm hungry every single day yeah i got other fighters who <clears throat> you know were you know their striking wasn't really that great and here we are a year working with these guys you know, especially my guy Russ Corbel, like who ha who has a, a title under his belt. Now he's two and zero as a pro. So like, there there's a lot of you know accomplishments. I don't even know how to say. It. I guess like within me, you yeah. know, to see these guys progress and progress and know that you know the proof's in the pudding. You know, and, and I keep standing by that and just you know keep you know preaching that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's your favorite part about? Um, just combat sports in general. Is it the competition? Is it seeing the growth, whether it's MMA, boxing, what have you? What's maybe one or two things that you absolutely love and you're just passionate about? Even outside of your coaching, just watching. Yeah, I mean, just the competitiveness yeah. of, of, you know, MMA, you know. I still have a love for boxing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess we all can agree. It's, it's kind of dying. Right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, a little bit. Right, right. There's, there's really no, you know, Tysons out there just dropping bodies and, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, just the competitiveness, you know, the, uh, you know, the integrity, the, uh, the sportsmanship, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, so explain the key difference between, um, and it's, it's going to seem very obvious to some folks, but kickboxing boxing mixed martial arts boxing like just a very basic general overview if someone's listening they're like what the hell's the difference yeah um well it all depends if you're doing it competitively yeah you know kickboxing is just you know kickbox you know yeah. you can you can box and use your feet as well that right. goes hand in hand with muay thai yeah there's it's just a different style got it um jujitsu is strictly underground it's grappling um you know mixed martial arts is mma that's everything so it's got kickboxing jujitsu wrestling Everything all in one. Gotcha. So that's, that's how that goes. All right. So actually, I'm very curious uh, to hear your, your opinion on this. What is your opinion on the different MMA leagues? So you have uh, whatever, it's Cage Fury, PFL, UFC, and 20 other ones. What's Is there like the minor league, major league type deal there? Or oh, yeah. how does that work? Yeah, so UFC is obviously the top dog. Sure. That's and, and UFC and Bellator are the top dogs. PFL is, is another top dog. Though they're about their top three. Everything else is kind of regional scene. Got it. Mm. Everything else is kind of like AAA before you get called up to the majors. Gotcha. You know, and that's just how that goes. Yeah. 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 And so when we're talking about, so my son's in baseball mm. and he has a, like a batting coach or whatever yeah. and they're telling him, you know, you know, drive your hips and they're giving him all these tips or whatever. And we hired the coach just as a batting coach, but as everyone knows, there's more to baseball, right? There's the, the batting and the fielding yeah. or the offense and the defense. Um, it's interesting because we're watching him progress from these little tiny minor leagues to then getting into, you know, the little leagues of the world and what have you. You've coached every level. Mm -hmm. So me and Heck coach like pre-T-ball, a T-ball. It's so funny because it's like the kids are a mess. Kids yeah. are running the wrong way. And, at, you know, obviously it's funny. But then at some point it's like it's dope to see them actually comprehend or by the end of the season they know what, somewhat what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and then we go, you know, as my son goes up in the leagues, my knowledge of my, my coaching level does too. You've seen it all basically, yeah. right? So, I mean, 
how do you maintain the 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 integrity of your coaching where you're seeing someone who might be starting off a little sloppy mm -hmm. all over the place or maybe just you're just redirecting their 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 energy because somebody's probably just angry throwing haymakers i don't know what the hell this guy's doing to watching you're critiquing every little bit for the professional level yeah i mean it's uh, i i kind of i kind of keep them all I bring and he'll he'll tell you like I bring the same energy kind of with everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different if you know if you're like who I have on you know right now is Pat Sabatini who's yeah. in the UFC like you know he, there's still things that we're critiquing with him mm -hmm. but like it kind of goes hand in hand with someone who's just starting out. Yeah, it's just a different level of energy. You know, yeah. there's different there's levels to it. Yeah, and, you know as yeah. you know, as as they say. So um, yeah, I mean I, I kind of keep the same energy with everybody. You know, if someone's if you're gonna go into the ring and start throwing power shots, I I don't even let you do that. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah. I'll tell you right yeah. away. Ease up on the power. You yeah, know, and it's you know it's not an ego contest in here. You yeah, know, leave that outside the ring. So yeah. that's how people get hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I just I kind of keep it all even. You know. Yeah. So with uh, with the leagues and with you know everything that's going on, the elephant in the room is fighter pay, right? Yeah. That's what the topic has been for the last two and a half years, at least. Obviously, it's probably always been a topic for the fighters themselves, but yeah. it become you know like a topic of conversation. And the UFC or these other leagues getting questioned on you know fighter pay is a fair, what have you? What, what's your take on that? Do you have a take on that? Um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, getting up to that grand stage is you know, amazing in itself. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot, some of the guys in UFC are only taking fights for $10,000. Yeah. $12,000, $13,000. Yeah. You know, I have you know, one of my top guys who fights for Cage Fury. Okay. You know what I mean? Up it, there. It's, it's nowhere near that. Okay, okay. That, okay. And that's, that's for the regional scene. Oh, wow, okay. You gotta think, you know, I mean, regional, you know, and yeah. you know, the big leagues. Different stages. It, it's different stages, but you know, at the end of the day, you're still, fighting you're still putting your body on the line you're still you know it's it's still barbaric you know yeah. it's, it's still yeah, insane sure. to be doing that you know to, to be almost kind of making pennies on the regional scene it's a little you know but. yeah and i i just think it's like it is it still that it's in its infancy um or like you just think back of when baseball started the major leagues and then the nfl started and then the nba and whatever and you had leagues kind of come into basketball was a very good one to if you think back on the history of it and all these leagues coming together to yeah. finally form uh the nba sort of that's you see that happening with some of these bigger leagues gobbling up the smaller ones just to get all the yeah. fighters into mm -hmm. Do you think that's the reason why, or do you see at some level some of these fighters getting paid like an NFL football player or contracts that big, or maybe not to that level, but something like that? If that happens, I don't think it's going to be in our lifetime unless yeah. something astronomical happens. Um, but people are starting, you know, PFL, they pay their fighters very yeah. well. You know, yeah. there, there, are, there is other leagues coming up and about that are paying these fighters great money so like when there's a couple ufc guys who are fighting out their ufc contracts just to make it to there wow you know that's yeah. like, that's how serious it's getting yeah so they'll fight out their one or two fights just to go to go somewhere else who's going to pay them more yeah and you're leaving the top dog to go to someone who's just you know kind of arriving on the scene yeah i remember um just listening to uh like conor mcgregor talk about the difference just and i want you to speak on this recovery so, and you're talking about, you know, walking around with a black eye or two, probably like a bummed up elbow or what have you. 
Um, you're constantly walking around with an injury. Every fighter's injured at to some degree. Like so, when you guys see these guys on TV, it's not that they're per- in perfect condition. Yeah, Something's yeah. hurting, right? Oh, yeah. They're just not a, you know what I mean? Like Something's always hurting. <laughs> like you ask Goose, like last week, like I was hurting. Like yeah. my ribs were bruised yeah. last week. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's it no was joke. tough. But at the end of the day, it's so worth it because the, yeah. the stuff you learn inside the ring, the discipline, the patience, like everything like yeah. it's just it's a life lesson in there like yeah you got to take a few hits to give a hit yeah it's life yeah like i've taken many a hits in life yeah for you know sure I mean? but i give it back too i love you that know what i mean so i love that there's so much to learn inside of a ring that people don't even look at yeah it's not just going in there and knocking somebody's head off there's Absolutely. some it's so much more of a chess match Absolutely. than just going in there swinging haymakers and getting out for sure like if you're doing that you're going to get lumped up real quick <laughs> yeah. yeah all day yeah. long so so to that point um they're talking about, or Connor was saying, you know, you guys remember when he went, obviously he's an MMA fighter who then stepped out of the ring for a period of time and boxed Floyd Mayweather, but he instantly appreciated the, the difference between getting lumped up in MMA because somebody's like, you mean to tell me someone's not going to be kicking me? Yeah. They're going to be punching me with pad, like padded like pillows or whatever the hell. <laughs> Um, obviously, it hurts still, but oh, there's yeah. a big difference. So, explain a little bit about the injuries and playing injured, basically, and then also recovery. Yeah. Like, what does that look like two weeks out from a fight, three weeks out? I mean, you don't want some dude with a lumped up forehead going into his fight the next day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how do you guys prep them for that? Yeah, well, first of all, no fighter's ever going to be 100%. I think right. we said this in the last podcast yeah. as well. Um, and I just had my guy Ian Austin um, for his last December 16th fight, hand, back, and knee. Oh my gosh. In the entire camp. Oh my gosh. So like now we're we're trying to compensate training to, to avoid these. Oh wow. You yeah. know, we're taking added rest days to try and get him back up to where he needs to be. You're modifying your training yes. due to his injury. Yes. That's wild. Yeah, so like, and that's just not just him, that's that's every fighter. Basically everybody. every fighter's dealing with that, yeah. you know, um, especially at the, at the pro level. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can ask anybody, are you 100%? Like, no, nah, man, my neck. I was just the chiropractor. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. it's, it's unreal. Yeah. But, um, but as far as, like, recovery goes and, like, um, like, we'll, like, two to three weeks out of a fight, yeah. you know, the hard sparring's done by out, outside of week one. Um, well, I'm sorry, like, about a week and a half left to go to the fight. Okay. Hard sparring's done. Yeah. You're not taking any chances for cuts, you yeah, know, yeah, other yeah. stupid stuff like that. You know, it's just hard drilling, getting the sweat going. If you're, uh, you know, have your guy and you need to be cutting weight, a um, lot of, you know, clothes, you know what I mean? You're wearing yeah. sauna suits, hoodies and everything, just trying to get that weight down. A lot of hard drilling. Um, but, yeah, everything's modified to, to your fight. You know, we ease up on the training at certain times. That way you are. We try to get you 100% by the time you get into that cage. Yeah. So, um, but recovery, like, I, I preach it often, you know. Ice baths, you know, making sure you're resting, you know, taking your pro, taking ibuprofen. I know it's like kind of crazy, but yeah. that's a big thing, you know, in our field. So, um, you know, just having proper, you know, alignments from chiropractors, making sure you're taking the right supplements, all that. How how do you not? How does one? So, because I'm thinking about just uh, other sports, right? And so, for example, we're here in the uh, uh, Philadelphia region, and we're well. I think everyone here is an Eagles fan. Um, are the QB one has been injured, and I'm and he gets he had to sit out a couple games. Yep. In MMA, it's like you almost get clowned for being injured and not be able to make weight or fight. Well, making weight's different, um, but being injured, you, you can't just like sit out. It's like you 
literally play injured um, or fight injured. Um, And as they say, you don't play boxing or you don't play MMA. This is some serious stuff here. Uh, so what is what is your take on that? Because it's they play every week for a season. Yeah, yeah. How many fights are you trying to get in on an average for your fighters? On average, man, you only see these guys at most. You probably see them fight five times a year. Yeah. Um, that and that's a lot. That's a lot. That, that sounds like a lot. That that is a lot. <laughs> you gotta think, you know, eight to twelve week training camps at, at a time. So it's like, how much can you really push your body? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, on, on the other end of that, I had three fighters last year fight four or five times so that's wow. like wow. and we're it's co- doable yeah, when you're pushing it, it. Yeah. it's doable i mean and again you know you're taking a chance of you know injury and yeah. stuff like that so are they doing that to get themselves known or is it more of just like getting their name out there or just getting some fights under their belt everything man yeah you know what I mean? it's just, all, yeah. everybody's in that race to get to the big league especially yeah. in the regional scene yeah um it's not uh you know you turn pro, then you just want to get to where you see these guys who have graduated from the regional scene to the UFC, Bellator, PFL. So that's where all these guys are just starting out in the pro circuit. That's what they're trying to get to. So. so talk a little bit about ego, right? So we see this happen all the time. You said some of the stuff that you were fighting just personally, whether it was you know uh, depression or whatnot, and this uh, fighting combat sports actually help you overcome some of this stuff. When, because we see this all the time, and we're, I'm not in, we're not in the locker rooms, we're not in that person's head. When someone takes their first loss or two losses back to back, explain like that's that could really like mess you up, right, mentally. And how, how do you overcome that though? You know, you got to have a good, and again, this is where coaching comes in hand. Yeah. People with knowledge to really, you know, be there to support you because yeah. I, I I do see you guys take two L's in a row and. You know, that's tough. Not come back from it. You guys know you got sponsored Eddie Alvarez, my, yeah. my, my guy Eddie. Yeah. He he took two and three in a row, and he still gets back in it. We just yeah. got his hand raised. Yeah. You know, the kid's relentless. So it's it all, you know, it all depends on what character you're bringing to the table. Who do you have that's surrounding you to you know as your support system? You know, there's many variables that go into that, and who you are like on the inside. You know, yeah. to yeah. to either gonna you know make or break you. So. And I know you talked about, you know, you t- took a couple punches in life, whatever. So talk about that overcoming, even just mentally, just it working that throughout your own mind, like the goal to just keep getting better. Like, how do you do that? You talk about ego, you got to put that ego aside. Yeah. Like humility is everything. Yeah. Like I'll get in the ring and spar with Justin for a little bit. Like he knows yeah. what he's doing. He got yeah. some of the heaviest hands I ever felt. Yeah. That humbles me. Once yeah. I start thinking I got it, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Got a way of getting humbled and then that. That knocks the ego out of the way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and this yeah. way I can start growing. Like last week we were sparring, all three of us that were sparring were sitting down after. We're talking about the things we need help in, mm. where we need work at, not what we're good at, Where yeah. we the, the, the parts where we need work at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, I talked about it last time you were on the show, like surround yourself with the winners. Like I surround myself, I got a core group of friends right now that are family that I yeah. surround and all of them came from the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. really did. Like we yeah. all, we all been through some stuff and like, to put it out there, like I got a good friend of mine, a girl who was on life support a year and a half ago, living in a Motel 6, just bought a house. Wow. Like talk about like leveling up in life. I got another guy who's making power career moves, another guy that's on the biggest spiritual mountain I've seen him on in the last year. Like, wow. And then guys like Justin. Yeah. You know what I mean? That just, yeah. just a little bit of time, what he can do in a little bit of time he just did, yeah. imagine what's to come. Wow. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's amazing. But the biggest thing is putting that ego aside because the ego has taken me out many a times. Yes, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Pride is... Pride and ego is the worst thing in the world. 100%. And just to piggyback on that, like yeah. my, my number one 
thing that I preach is I don't care what you did right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I really don't, I mean, I'll let you know that you did it right, but yeah, yeah. I'll, you know, I don't, I don't care what you did right. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, it's, yeah. It's about what we can improve on. Right, right, right. I mean? Yeah. So getting sharper, getting better. Yep, I love yep. it. Um, all right. So let's transition a little bit about, uh, to social media and then we'll go to marketing. So in social media, um, you post a lot of videos, a lot of, uh, tutorials, uh, a lot of how to's, what have you. Um, explain explain what you're trying to do with your your branding on Instagram, and then we'll get into marketing. But let's just start there with the videos. Yeah, uh, this this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a long road. Yeah. Um, you know, I started posting videos about a year ago. Yeah. Um, I was talking in my videos, trying to explain some techniques and everything, and you know, I was always uh, and I wasn't getting really too much engagement because I was doing yeah. it incorrectly. Mm. Um, you know, I just did my fair share fair share of research on like YouTube. Uh, forums on Google and you know trying to really learn how to expand my reach you yeah. know I wanted diamond striking to be known because you know this is a spectator sport yeah you know there's a lot of other striking coaches out there that are really good and there's a lot of striking coaches out there that you know just go ahead and say it they're not that good yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm and I'm looking at some of these guys making these videos and I'm like well, that guy's never fought a day in his life. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So, and yeah. he's got like 300,000 followers. I'm like, and it just like something went off in my mind. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to just start doing this. And I started, what is the goal of this? You can get paid from it, which I am now. Like, I, yeah. like my Instagram is monetized. My Facebook is monetized. I get paid on the views, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. Um, which is it's very minuscule to compared to what it could be because sure. like I said you know I started this thing when I was like six hundred followers yeah I'm already almost at I think fifteen thousand wow so like but but that was I only just started learning how to do it correctly four months ago wow. so like I wasted you know a lot of times you know uh, what's that you know almost seven months of not doing it correctly you right. know. Um, so once I learned how to do it, you know, it's just exploding. I post a video and you guys see it goes for it goes from either 700 likes to 13,000. I got some videos on there with 35,000 likes on there. Wow. So it's like it's all about how you work it and this could translate, you know, into helping someone who's trying to be a content creator. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to touch on yeah, that too. Go, I mean, I can just go you know, right into it. Yeah. You know, the the TikTok and and YouTube, I have, you know, I I have not really figured that one out yet. Yeah. Every 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 uh, platform has a different algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, just the Instagram algorithm is what I've cracked and what I've learned. You know that I've been doing what works for me. Yeah. So like, there's like two common mistakes that people trend to make when they're trying to make a video. You know, and this could you know pointers for you guys with, with, with the podcast too. Yeah. Um, is not using a trending sound when they post a reel, mm. um, and not using the right hashtags. So people, you believe it or not, like when you post a picture, unless you have a crazy amount of following, unless you're like a chick who posts pictures in bikinis, which is insane because they can just get famous quick. Um, Us all small fries, we have to work for it. (laughs) (laughs) So like, um, people don't want to see pictures. It's automatic scroll bait. You know, you believe, you know, especially on like Facebook and Instagram, like you don't really get that much support from like the people you know. It's like. And you're like, well, why aren't they like it? You, I, I get more support from strangers than I do from people that I actually, right. you know, right. I'm sure we all can agree to that. Um, but, you know, reels, posting Instagram reels is, is what Instagram is, is pushing 
because they're trying to keep up with TikTok. Yeah. They're trying to keep up with the YouTube shorts. Yeah. So they're really pushing the reels. So you got to use a trending song. You have to use the right hashtags. And you don't want to make your videos too long to where it's like, because you know the average person has like a four second attention span anymore yeah you know, for sure yeah you know it, it's insane thanks so, to social media yeah yeah <laughs> it's just the way the world is yeah you know um yeah so like what i've been so hashtags do the reels they're pushing reels trying yes. to keep up with tiktok what about hashtags 15, 15 to 20 15 to 22 hashtags in correlation of, of your video right so if i post a video you'll see on my hashtags you'll say boxing boxing training boxing drills but what I do recommend is like, so for instance, the podcast, go on Instagram, type in podcasts and go on these other ones that have millions and millions of followers and look what they're hashtagging. Gotcha. Use the same hashtags. Gotcha. You just use the same ones, you know, podcasts, you know, comedy, like, you know, stuff like that, yeah. you know, just in correlation to your video. You don't want to hashtag podcasts and like then hashtag like shopping, you know, it's not yeah. going to, it's too, you know, it'll, it'll work against you. Yeah. Um, yeah i mean yeah so so what what is your ultimate goal is it to just keep going to hundreds of thousands of millions of uh followers and just keep going and what can you predict if if possible is going the trend going to be is it that continual with reels yeah. or you think they have something else in the, in the you, hopper just like you know i don't i'm, I'm not really a, a, a trend follower yeah um but in this case you have to you be. have to be right you absolutely have to be uh, my goal is you know i'm just gonna touch the moon with this yeah wherever it goes it goes yeah. you know if i can collect a, another paycheck from this then absolutely 100 you know? and on top of it, like I, I you know i really i make my videos translated to the beginner trying to learn how to box you know yeah. i try not to make them too complicated or something like that something that you can do like a drill with with your partner yeah um but yeah <laughs> yeah keep it simple it, very simple it, yeah you know i could go on there and, and show someone how to throw a jab cross and it's going to go bonkers yeah so like you know I, and i have a year's worth of videos but there's different styles of everything you know i right. can make millions of videos and just continue to just to smash it yeah so so there's there's a uh, a very very uh famous youtuber i'm not going to mention his name but he, he does all these uh, like these fitness videos and uh, uh, nutrition nutrition videos, and this guy, I'm telling you, for like the last ten years, puts out like three videos a week. It's astronomical. And how does someone co continually come up with material? That's hard because we've done it. We've done it with the podcast. Same thing with me. He's like, I'm not an IT guy, and look yeah. what we're doing right now, right? Yep. It's like to your point, you'll figure it out for yeah. your your need or whatnot. Um, but when it comes to content creation, um, that's I give people mad props for. We're coming up on seven years of the podcast, <laughs> yeah. so coming up with that much content, we're three hundred and twenty something plus episodes of forty five minutes plus each episode of yeah. content. That's some heavy stuff, um, and we couldn't have done that without having guests like yourself and Angelo. Sure. So how does how, how do you stay creative? How do you stay fresh? How do you how does that that content keep delivering? Well, g getting you know. I was posting every two days. Yeah. Um, that's what I still try to do. Um, finding the content as far as like the techniques and all, that's easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm always evolving. I'm always looking at new stuff. What can I show my fighter today? You know what I mean? I'm always, I'll be driving in my truck. And I'm like, that was a sick combo. I immediately go yeah, to my yeah, notes. Yeah. I'll put it in my notes and like, 
And then I'll film it with whoever I'm working with that night. Yeah. But there is some times to where like my schedule offset. It's like, oh damn, it's it's my second day. It's like I'm coming up on my second day and I'm like, oh man, I'm not training anybody tonight or something like that. I'm like, oh damn, so I'm gonna miss that every two day regiment that I've had. Yeah. So it, it's it's a little rough. Um but uh you know, I, I will say personally, after I hit like ten thousand followers, like I kind of just like eased up a little bit. Yeah. But now, like my foot's back on foot's back on the gas. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's insane. How do you communicate to all levels um, when it comes to what you're doing? Because I think about like my sons. If I want to explain something to a four year old, even a four year old and an eight year old, yeah. I have to communicate it a little bit different. Um, is that is that how you basically sum it up for your coaching style you just kind of get to their level explain it so they understand then you build on vocabulary you build on technique absolutely yeah it, it all depends on the person yeah 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 100 yeah so Ange, what 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 are you looking for in a coach when you're out there shopping because i know you and goose you guys you're cutting the whole community up and you guys run into somebody every single day that has an offering whether it's you know boxing mma whatever or anything other like let's talk about how many landscapers you know right in all seriousness it's competitive is what i'm trying to say how do you, what do you look for to like you know weed out the the competition or uh, uh the the offerings i mean what do you do to, to to find obviously you guys knew each other but even outside of that let's say you and justin didn't know each other like what are you actually looking for Looking for somebody like he just said that keeps evolving and never wants to stop learning. Yes, you know what I mean. You can the day you stop learning is the day you fall flat on your face. That's right. You know what I mean. Like he said, he's always evolving. He's always looking at different combinations, different things like that. I don't want somebody that's just content where they're at. Like, oh, yeah. I made it. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I'm my own. Like I said, I'm my own worst critic. Like, yeah. And it's not about materialistic things, but when I wake up today, I get to wake up, hop in my dream car. Yeah. Literally, go yeah. to my dream job. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And I'm still not content. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know it's not about materialistic things, but I want more. Yeah. Now sure. it's time. Like, I just set a whole other goal. Like, this, the stuff I used to think was corny. Like, I've read a whole goal list down. Yeah, for I'll sure. I'll journal things I want, things I need to do, put the plan in, in place. Yeah. And that's the people I'm looking for that I want to train me. Like, I'm my weakest link yeah. in my network of friends right now. Yeah. And that's where I want to be. The old me yeah. would have been like, oh, I would have been hating on somebody because they're doing better. Yeah. No, I want to be the weakest link. When yeah. it comes to training, like, I don't want to go in where somebody's not as good, that's worse than me. Right, I want right. somebody that can teach me. Right, right. You know I mean? I'm going to keep leveling up. And with Justin, if he keeps leveling up, I'm going to keep leveling up. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm looking for. Somebody that's willing to keep learning no matter what they're doing in life. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, all right. So we got into social media. We got into marketing. What are, what are some of the things? You made a huge announcement today. Uh, you're going to basically have your offering uh, pretty soon on a regular basis, Monday through Friday, at one of the biggest gyms in our area, yep. uh, or the biggest gym in our area. Um, what is outside of all that? And that's a lot. What is you know some of the things you you are looking forward to in 2023 for Diamond Striking? I just want to continue on the path that I was on in in 2022. Yeah. Um, not that anything has changed. It's just like that we're in kind of that you know downtime. You know waiting for fights to be scheduled. I have about five fighters getting ready to be booked. Nice. You know, so we're looking at the Tropicana, you know, we're looking at Parks Casino. You know, there, there, there's a whole, there's a lot of stuff on the horizon. Um, and again, just keep evolving, just keep getting better, just keep really just, you know, making a name for myself. Yeah. You know, pe people see the work. There's a lot of other striking coaches in the area. They see the work. Um, 
not you know, and I, I try to remain as humble as possible, but in the field that I'm in, it is kind of like a dog eat dog world. Yeah, you for know, sure. so it's like, you know, I, I just want to keep you know just making it known that you know I'm a heavy hitter in this. Yeah, so. I love it. No pun intended or all pun intended. Yep. Does yeah. it matter? <laughs> I don't think so. Yep. Um, all right. So we talked about this in, in the last episode. And Angelo, we talked about this in your episodes too. But I love to maybe something evolve, maybe something change. Uh, for someone who's listening out there, you know, we all talk about it. Some of us have multiple jobs, kids, everything under the sun, right? Spouses, things to take care of, responsibilities. How does... How do you, Ange, we'll start with you and then Justin will go to you. How do you manage the the work-life experience? And this is a fantastic transition because whether if work is stressing you out, you get to go to, you know, Justin and, you know, work some things out and work on yourself. And you said you make lists. Is that how you do it? Is there anything else you do? You go for walks, you go for jogs. I mean, how do you balance everything? Just working out like it's crazy. Like today's a perfect day to ask a question like that. Yeah. I laid in bed till five thirty today. Yeah. Because if you, I'm always running. Like yeah. I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, then I come to work. I got a few things, commitments I take care of outside of work. Like, yeah. I'm constantly running just to try to get better. Yes. You know what I mean? And if, like I said, it's my dream job. So some days I come to work, that's my meditation. Yeah. I get to make somebody feel good yeah. about themselves when they leave here. Yeah. Like yeah. not too many people get to do that every yeah. day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just so happens I get paid for it. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But balance, I suffer with balance a lot. Like yeah. balance is hard. I want to do one thing to the extreme, put this thing on the back burner, yeah. so on and so forth. So I'm always struggling with balance. But yeah. like today I needed it. Like yeah. I was burnt out. You I know what that. I mean? Like like continuous weeks, only four or five hours of sleep a night. Like I needed to lay down, rest my body. Now I'm balanced. Tomorrow I get back to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. That's that's just balance is hard, but I try to do what I can do to keep it going. You know what I mean? I love it. Justin, what about you? Same question. I, I, just, I just feel like my motor, <laughs> like it, it never shuts off. Yeah. You know, sometimes things do pile up and, you know, I get kind of just overwhelmed with, with certain things. Yeah. Um, I need to learn, you know, I just turned 33 in December and like I'm still like kind of navigating my way, you know, through all this, yeah. you know, you know, trying to learn balance and trying to learn, okay, let's take care of the first thing that's in front of you. Yeah. Um, all with being kind of impatient to to achieve my goals. Yeah, you know, it's like I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be here. You know, it's yeah. like you know, let's just do it. You know, I just yeah, yeah, it's insane, and it kind of comes hand in hand because we put in these long training camps with my guys, and like you know, obviously the uh, the end result is getting my guys hand raised inside the cage. That's sure. where you go. But it's like the next day when you're done, it's right back to the next camp. Yeah, so it's like yeah, here we go on the rat yeah. race again. So yeah. it's like. It, it, it's it's a lot sometimes, but I need to learn to you know really just take a deep breath and uh, you know just kind of uh, put one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. you know, not be so impatient with certain things. Yeah. So. All right. Before we get into our final question of the night, is there anything uh, we didn't, any topic we didn't touch that you wanted to mention, or any other you know items that you wanted to talk about? No, I mean, just, I, you know, and again, the whole social media thing, there's so many things that we can touch on to help someone be yeah. a content creator. Yeah. You know, like, and again, just the tools, like, there's so much more into my editing the videos that go into, 
not my videos not being scroll bait like if you guys see like on my videos it'll say boxing drill yeah automatically your brain goes off like i want to see what this is now yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah so like in your guys's case it'd be podcast so like if you guys were to post up a reel mm -hmm. before mine came out and we're taking videos right now you guys post up a reel instead of just a picture yeah like a little six seven seconds of us just talking laughing yeah and then you'll have you have your, you ever see those videos where it says wait for it yeah, yeah, yeah. you wait for it and nothing ever comes like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like catchy it's it's, it's yeah, like yeah. Well, what did i just wait yeah. for yeah it's because it tricks you in just watching the entire video now the algorithm is going to you know take that you watch the entire video and it's going to push it now yeah you know there's you know six out of 20 people are going to like that yeah you yeah. know and 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 the reach with the reels go much further than just if you post a picture that only goes to like your following and that's yeah. it yeah you post a reel with the correct hashtags that's gonna that's gonna go it's gonna be pushed to you know quadruple of of, of your following yeah so it's, it's just a bigger reach you know mm -hmm. just so you know but again if anybody ever has you know questions with that shoot me a dm and you know i can for free like you know there's some people out there like no i mean i'll charge you if you want to know but like <laughs> Yeah, it's insane, but he's I he's selling his ebook, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him up. Yeah. So like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So um, I can only tell people like what worked for me, and it's still, and I'm still evolving with it too. But yeah. just from where I was four months ago to where I'm at now, to where I'm going to be at the end of twenty twenty three. Yeah. You know, just just remember this conversation. I'm at almost fifteen thousand followers. I'll probably be over a hundred. Yeah. You know, with the way it's going by twenty twenty four. Absolutely. So. I love it. Um. All right, so if there's someone out there listening, just to switch gears really quick, and is interested in um, wanting to achieve their goal of being an MMA fighter, a champ, what, what, what's some advice you have for them? Just start, get your foot in the door. Yeah. Go to the gym and start. Yeah. You know, you, you always get these guys who, you know, maybe have no aspirations to be a fighter, but, you know, in translation to, or, you know, someone just going to the gym. You always got that guy saying, I'll go on Monday. I'll yeah. start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You never do it. Yeah. <laughs> you're never yeah. going to go on Monday. You're never, yeah. you're never going to do it. It's just, you know, get your foot in the door, you know, go to your local MMA gym and just, and just start. Yeah. You know, and if there's good coaches in that school, they'll take it from there. Yeah. You know, I love it. All right. Ange, uh, Instagram uh, hashtag, or Instagram hashtag. Now my mind's on, stuck on hashtags. Instagram handle and then Justin, your Instagram handle. Uh, Instagram's at blending the rules. That's with a Z, right? With a Z, you got it. And yeah, then Justin? Uh, mine's Diamond Striking underscore. So. Perfect. Yep. All right, so there you have it. We like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by Les Brown. Life is a fight for territory, and once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want will automatically take over. Mm. Second one by Conor McGregor. Face adversity head on in your training, and you will conquer it smoothly in your fight. Diamond Striking Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest Justin Burke. We cover topics that range from fight camps, coaching, marketing, mixed martial arts, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Les Brown and Conor McGregor. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. 
This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed. Thank you.